Welcome to the weekly Anchored Devotional, brought to you by members of the Transforming Community. Our topic for today is Fraternizing with Prickly Wounds, and the key scripture is Acts 3, 2, 6 to 8, and it reads, Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping, and praising God. After my beloved dad passed away, I was in so much grief that in the first few days, my eyes had become so puffy and red from constantly weeping, and it had become difficult for me to see myself at that time as anything other than a shocked, broken-hearted, mad-at-God grieving daughter longing to see a earthly father again. Then, one day, during a visit from close friends, and I'd missed all the commiserations and the light talk to keep me company and take my mind off my grief, one of them must have said something really funny because I caught myself laughing out loud for a brief moment. Then I paused. I cannot describe to you how very strange it felt in that moment to hear myself laugh. It almost felt taboo, and my first response was to attempt to stop myself and revert to my default state of mind, or state of face, if you will, over the past few days before then. You know, face all sullen, moody, sad, and all the emotions in between that you can think of, because that's what people ought to look like when they are grieving, right? Well, not necessarily. But I was offered a ray of hope in that moment. Had I reverted, I would have been rejecting the perfect chance to embrace that ray of hope to help me step out of my grieving state. I had almost become too comfortable in what I could only refer to as my new normal. Despite what had been my reality for the last week or so before that day, I discovered that I could laugh again, and I was indeed laughing again. But for my joy to be real, I had to stay dwelling in that moment as if that was a normal thing for me at that time. The truth is, I had known joy and laughter before my dad passed. And so, to allow myself to become so familiar with sorrow that trying so hard to escape my newly found, even if brief, joyful phase just to revert to that comfortable, familiar, sorrowful state would have been a disservice to the beautiful work of healing and restoration that the Holy Spirit was now attempting to do in me, however gradual 
a sudden, it seemed. No one knew comfort zone and familiar better than the crippled man who encountered Peter and John at the temple gate. He was lame from birth, but after his healing, he immediately stood up and walked and jumped. I have to admit, I would have expected him to be initially hesitant. I mean, he had never walked before. Lame from birth, hello. Perhaps he could have been tempted to double-check that his legs could carry the weight of his body. Perhaps he could have asked people around to hold his hand, just in case he stumbled. Maybe he could have first asked to be carried to visit a physician to give him a thorough checkup and declare him all right to walk by himself. And even then, I would have expected him to walk with a visible limp for a while. But no, this man, with all he had been familiar with, as a lame man, he walked, jumped, and leaped all the merry way to the temple courts, and he didn't stop. Such courage. Those who have lived in a time of war will tell you that even when peace comes, it becomes very difficult to adjust to what is now their reality. They may still find themselves locking doors and holding them shut with iron bars, hiding in bunkers and basements, ordering food in large quantities, and living as if they were still in a time of war. This man did not fraternize with his lameness. He walked as one who was now perfectly, wholly, unequivocally healed and restored, not even a walking stick in sight. Just like the cripple, you may have been used to a default from birth or childhood and have not known anything different. Abuse, neglect, abandonment, broken trust, loneliness, poor health. Or maybe you may have been blessed to have experienced wholeness in the past before life's troubles caused you pain, betrayal, loss, disappointments, addiction, and all the darkness that life may sometimes bring. And even with a chance to receive healing and restoration, you are fraternized for so long with your prickly wounds that the new hope you are now being offered feels strange to embrace. Psychologists call it trauma or post-traumatic stress disorder. And there are several other names that you may have called it to yourself. And that is indeed valid. But the good news is that you can break free from it. Just like Peter and John said to the cripple, today, silver or gold, I may not have to offer you, but there is something even more precious that I can give to you. And that is to speak the name of Jesus over your lameness, whatever it looks like for you. In the name of Jesus, may your wounds be healed, your health restored, your pain taken away, your brokenness molded, your foundations restored, 
your joy renewed. And as you embrace the newness, may you be courageous enough to get up immediately, walking, limping, jumping, and praising all the merry way to the temple courts of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here are two reflection questions. Are there traumatic events from your past that have caused you to be wrapped up in a shell for fear of being hurt again? What steps do you or have you taken to move on from painful events? Did it work for you? We invite you to join us at the next live devotional session on Monday at 6.30 a.m. UK time.